it opened up an it opened up another recording space for us. Only, as as I talk to only Jason right now. Yeah, that, but this thing is a setup so that he can Gryland can just join anytime. Like you can have callers and all that stuff if you wanted to, right? In theory, he should be able to just jump on into this bad boy. Uh, we will uh, learn on the fly and uh, see if that's actual reality as we go here. People love as I was, do that. As I was just telling you, as Guy in Dental, I'm Guy in Dental because this is busy time of the year and we were having a little pre-show talk that you were telling me that people actually like to hear. Uh, so we shouldn't keep it to just ourselves. Yeah. And uh, hopefully Rylan will be joining shortly. But um, no. That was direct think, feedback from a listener, by the way. That was direct we, feedback. We got direct from- feedback that we, we just rolled right into the intro last week yeah. and somebody wasn't thrilled about it. They liked yeah. the pre-show part. Um, I was telling Jason before this start, this busy time of year for me, everybody inevitably always says, Hey, I'm getting my S together. I'm about to hop on a plane. What's the last thing I think I need to do? Let me try to get some dental visits in literally right before I leave. Um, and the downside of that is you get a ton of people asking you for a ton of favors when you have finite amount of time. Uh, and they're all asking at once. But what I was, and Jason was saying, you know, it sounds like the sales and the execution side of things, uh, the logistics, if you will, should be separate. But I work for a small business, so I kind of get stuck doing a lot of it. Most small businesses, uh, I think it's pretty typical that people wear a lot of hats. And multiple people in those small businesses wear a lot of hats. And ideally, I'd love to be doing sales. But what happens when I do sales is I go to these dentists, and these dentists think that now I'm the point of connection. And so they call me. And they like that they can call the guy who they feel like is impacting the day-to-day. They don't want to be met with, oh, you're Brad sales guy, now you're handing me off to account manager, office manager, yeah. that, that it feel it starts to feel like they're dealing with a bigger lab. And they, they kind of one of the things that I'm selling, to be fair, is that, you know, you're dealing with a local lab and you can, you know, contact me. You're not dealing with a 1-800 number. Yeah. And dentists are kind of running their own small businesses too. So I can imagine they like less that and less. Oh, really? Oh, less and less they are. But, but most of them, uh, a lot of them uh, do. But, you know, if you go to a corner and you see four or five different dentists uh, in that uh, intersection, I mean, it's probably up to like 60% of those are corporate owned or what's called a dental service organization where like one kind of uh, three-headed monster who's good at logistics, who uses the leverage of having a group to get uh, lower prices and Why don't we do that? We should start. We should do that business. It's. Are you good at modeling? I'm good at everything. Can you model? Can you put together a model for us? I don't even know what that means, but I probably can. But like uh, inputs and outputs, like an Excel sheet. Yes, like, dude. Abs- I'm so good at modeling. Okay, so that's all these things are is like yeah models that have it drilled down to the scent and you go in there and you think you're going into a dentist that's on the corner. And what you're really doing is going to visit an office manager. That's going to run your damn dental insurance for every billable cent 
that they can. And hopefully you'll say yes to a lot of it. Yeah, dental is weird because the dental insurance is typically, it's obviously not as good as health insurance, right? So No, because even the, even the good dental insurance is yeah. just barely marginally better than yeah. the bad dental insurance. It feels like the prices are, the inflation in dental is not keeping up with the coverage amounts of the dental insurance. What's what's it cost to go, what's it cost to get a kid braces these days? I don't know. I don't do braces, but I do go, uh, I don't do orthodontic, but I do go a lot, around a lot of places. I'd say the affordable side is going to be like 2000 to twenty, yeah, yeah 2500 That's what I was like, thinking. Because they'll just put that on the window, like braces, 2500 I Which think means that, somebody's charging you five. That some dental plans like that's like the lifetime max. Yeah, it, you know, there's some places. You know, it's all market dependent, right? You go to the quote unquote hood, or you know, not a nice part. They're billing you what insurance will pay for. There's no additional right. cost. That's genius. Well, it's not genius. They know people aren't going to do the work. Well, it's genius for me. That's the you know. The buyer of the braces. I mean, go shop around. I don't know, man. I'm already worried about that stuff. My poor daughter's got like two teeth growing up above teeth right now. Like, she's popping out. Uh, oh, yeah, she got to go get them pulled. Sage had to do that. Did she? How was that? Brutal? It's fine. I, You know, for somebody who actually doesn't like the dentist, and I'll give you a referral for somebody that handled it really well, I, there was multiple times... Uh, welcome into human dads, everybody. There were multiple times where we had to do some sort of, uh, uh, submission hold for Sage so that the dentist yeah. could just like wipe fluoride across her teeth. Like, yeah, and I'm talking, this is like in the, the, the three, four, five range. Did they put but her to sleep it, for that? No, I don't believe so. It's just local anesthetic. You know, okay, kids teeth come out pretty easy. Well, that's not that bad. We could do that. Um, I, do, I think they may, I you know, Molly took her, and you'd think I would know a little bit more about this, but I'm not well-versed in chair side. I, I deal with a lot of the uh, stuff that is going to be put in your mouth, not the actual procedure. Uh, they might have gassed her a little bit. Oh, yeah. I'll do very pro-gas in every situation with my kids. Makes me feel so funny. I've never had it in my life. You never had the gas? Never. Out of... All the stuff I've put up into my my human body, it's got a a real funny feeling. I can see how. What's it, what's it feel like? Describe it. Just real airy and like I become. I've had it maybe twice, and I become really detached. Like I'm floating outside of my body, watching this. Like I'm watching a dental sitcom as this dentist is digging into my mouth, and he's have you know. And a lot of people will tell you this, but like. Uh, dentists will have a whole one-sided conversation on your ass. Yeah. Oh, just, yeah. And just yeah. keep talking and keep talking. What's the deal with that? And Are they just you, lonely? The best you can get out is uh huh, uh huh, yeah, out of there, Frisco, uh huh, uh huh. Why do like, they do that? I would assume there's some sort of like. Did, Social awkwardness. We got to kill the time somehow. What are we just all supposed to be quiet? Well, yes, yes, absolutely. Why? Why have we gotten so uncomfortable with silence these days? Like, what's the? Is it because of the access to media and the phones at all? T- 
people are so uncomfortable with silent, whether it's your Uber driver or your dentist. Why can't we just sit there in silence? Why can't we just enjoy silence together? Like, let's just vibe, man, to silence. Uh, the dentist offices that are popping up now, you know, I was telling you about like, you know, a lot of these are corporate run or dental service organizations, and they realize that the amenities, the television screen yeah. above your head with the Bluetooth speakers that they could just put over your ears and make it a nice movie viewing experience while you get mm-hmm. your teeth clean. They realize this is a selling point, mm-hmm. and that's where I'm at. Uh, you want to talk about braces and uh, for your kids, and it's probably not uh, the most affordable, but I guarantee you your kids will actually enjoy it. Uh, there's a doctor up in McKinney. Mm-hmm. Uh, give a free plug here because he's a real sweet dude, Dr. Gahani. I believe the name of his practice is called Showtime Orthodontics. Oh, the, I, I already like it. You roll in, and my guy has a whole theater wall set up. <sighs> Hell yeah. With like six chairs filled with kids, and they're all just watching like a full-blown movie theater set up while Damn. they get their braces done. And he's got the old-timey popcorn machine in the waiting Damn. room popping popcorn and he's just wheeling them in and wheeling them out i mean just hand over fist my guy is just killing it like few others i've seen we never we never had that no i just you know i just rolled into a a, an orthodontist office and got cold sores for the rest of my life that's that was my experience oh dear yeah Hmm. Hit the intro. <laughs> hey, are you? Can you play the intro live, or did it just happen? Are you inserting it later? What's the deal? I thought you said human you could play it live. Human oh. dance. Human 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 dance. show very often so getting to hear that for the human dance podcast that's Mm. good that is i don't know how that's gonna play on this new setup but i hope it uh i hope it works out well uh if not i'll go in and and clean it up but uh yeah shout out to Cortland. which by the way i'm i'm hoping to bring back the uh christmas beats probably starting uh next episode um he's he is a talented man that Cortland. I'm a, I'm yeah, a he nailed it, and I, I feel it's a, it's a different vibe. I didn't want to talk over it, but it's a different vibe to be able to play the intro live for everybody. Oh, it gets me pumped up, no doubt. Yeah, totally. Um, I, can I tell you one thing? And I know this is going to come up later. Rylan wants to talk about this. I've never heard that with headphones on. Um, and wow. 
Cortland, he's been listening to your beat every time he gets every time he listens to the podcast. He listens to your intro over a phone speaker. Uh, let's let's not. We're let's not going to yeah, blow it now. But no, going back it. to pre-show talk, I'm fairly certain that the orthodontist gave me cold sores. How? How is that even possible? Not cleaning. Uh, not uh, proper hygiene. I, I don't know, but I didn't have cold sores before I started going to the orthodontist. And you, do you still have them? Yeah, you get them. You you don't. They've gotten better as I've gotten older, but uh, is yeah. it herpes? It's the it's the regular skin herpes simplex I, whatever. I've had those like like, but but I thought the, aren't they called canker sores or something? No, canker sore is inside your mouth. That's what I like, get. Yours on the on the outside. And those I think are only like brought about like by stress, like acid or stress. I get those. Yeah. And cold sores, I believe, as they're called, or herpes simplex eight, whatever makes it different from genital herpes. I don't know. Right. Right. Um. Uh. Come from exposure. You oh yeah, those. then definitely that's what happened. I'm telling you, I sue yeah. him. It's it, she's. I don't. I mean. Oh, it was a woman. Okay. It was a woman. Okay. Go with me here. It was a woman named Billy. So, yeah, that's a red flag right there. Unstable. That's kind. Of, it's kind of on you for going to to her. I mean, I don't want to blame you. I hate to, to be clear. I was here. in. Yeah. It, to be clear, I was in sixth grade. Yeah. Didn't so have I, a whole lot of so choice. Still, I wish you would have said something. We say, see something, say something. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You should probably. Mom, the lady's name is Billy. Let's go somewhere else. Yeah. A parent should never. Yeah. A parent should not do. Can I. Maybe this is a good. I, I want to do the feedback kind of now so Ryland doesn't hear it because he's going to get all mad when I give the feedback. I want to give listener feedback. I'm, I was parched. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to lay out on you there. I had no, to. No, no. I need to do it too. I, now I'm thirsty. Um, let, me, let me drink. From what are we here. talking? Are we talking you're presenting list, listener feedback? Are we talking you're doing uh, an eval? What, what no, no. This is li- we have we have a listener provide feedback on our last show. And we are now three wide, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. We are approximately. Uh, you sound yeah. all right. Uh, approximately right. 14 minutes in, we we had to make an an ED, and. Uh, here we are. Jason is just about making your. You had to make an erectile dysfunction. Yeah. There you go. He's he's live. No, I'm. He's I really right want to start started shooting. I am sitting on for the first time today since I stopped working because I can't work for my employer without sitting down. I mean, well, I can, but I don't stand on my laptop. I've had so much shit going on. Had dudes in here all day putting wood floors in the two front rooms getting rid of carpet and everything that goes along with that and kid stuff and i had to a lot just a lot going on a lot going on a lot of dad sorry for the four a lot of dad shit dad shit right there so sorry Uh, for the 14 minutes i'm glad to be here you're gary on jason was just about to give us i believe actual listener feedback that he received yeah uh, I, I received feedback from a very strong, independent, feminine woman who listened to the podcast. Uh, mom? And I no. Did you tell your mom to listen? I don't know how appropriate it is for you to be um, commenting on someone else's femininity or level therein. Well, I will let that person decide whether it's okay or not, <laughs> because I'm an ally. 
But I think, and I think I knew this in the moment, but I'm not sure that our period talk went over as well as we may have thought period talk went over. Uh, I didn't think it went over well at all. I was the one who, who thought that having it in all was of, by virtue going to not go yeah, over well. I think, I think I, I, that was a I, misstep I, by the producer, I think is what I'm saying. I brought it up, up so as to have a robust discourse in which, which some empathy and sympathy could be expressed, and then I just got shit on. Uh, shitted on. Well, I, I think, and I, I don't... Shat, or, or, or shat upon. I don't feel as yeah. though we did a good job of expressing empathy during our period discussion. I think we did a... I, 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 I don't feel the need to prove myself. Oh. It's not a topic that I should be discussing in public in the first place. I mean, that's so clear. if you bring it into my kitchen, yeah, I'm just going to make jokes and back away. <laughs> yeah, no, I know when I'm not wanted. I'm a white guy, dude. I, I know, I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I'm a white guy that doesn't know jack about that stuff. So that was, was uh, one of the one of the feedbacks. Um, the other feedback which, is I'm which not listener sh- was that. Who, no, who, this is all this. Who, this is all the same listener. This is all one one set of listener. I've been asked not to identify said listener, but okay. The the other piece of feedback that did not go over well with the ladies uh, is is the discussion about whether or not a female teacher having sex with a male student is okay or not. Apparently, we they don't feel the same way as uh, as we may have expressed that we feel about that situation. Just to be clear, we that's okay. It's an opinion. It was, You're allowed to have it. It wasn't. I'm not gonna get put out on Front Street here. <laughs> I did not put any well, qualifiers. You, you know what my favorite part of this is? My favorite part of this. It could have been perfect, more perfect timing. Ryland rolls in. He's had a long ass day. You could. T- he's cracked his beer. He's like leaning back in the chair. You know what? It's time to sit down with the guys and have a discussion. And we're gonna we're gonna chill. And the first thing we do is we hit him with listener complaints about about potential sexual assault and periods. Yeah, but you know I don't care. <laughs> to be fair, Ryland you know, really did don't. say it was wrong. <laughs> yeah, but that's I knew that I knew I knew there was a chance that there would that wouldn't be good enough for somebody, and that's okay, dudes. <laughs> I do politics as a hobby. I do fucking politics as a fucking hobby. This is this is Big Mac drive-through stuff. I knew there'd be a few people that wouldn't like it. They're they're free to feel that way. I don't dislike them any less as a result. Or I'm sorry, anymore. Whatever the right wording. Should you be. don't. Yeah, you I don't dislike them. them. Yeah, you don't dislike anyone. I'm thrilled. I'm. I'm thrilled. Anybody. Yeah, listen. that's what I said. And yes. Yeah. Yeah. So thank you. Thank you for providing your feedback. Uh, all those dear did, listeners. At out any there. point, yeah. did it sound like they were going to woke cancel him? No, not at all. No, it was a look. I think that the 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 act itself of providing feedback like this is a gift. Feedback is a gift. Is yeah, yeah. That's a jet. That's a good Jason performance review phrase. Yeah, we're gonna have to but t-shirt also, that. We want feedback. Though. Feedback is a gift. Oh, we that's feedback. what we need. That's yeah. a. T- Wait, why don't we have show t-shirts? I'm in dental. Feedback is a gift. Chicken, oh, yeah. chicken minute. <laughs> I got a about, buddy. I don't know about. I don't. I got a buddy's a good one. I don't know about nude addict. I don't think you want to make any references to nudity on a t-shirt. Go urine. Necessarily. I mean, no, I probably not doing, wouldn't. We're go not doing that. Uh, 
I would wear that to hang out with you guys. No, we're not doing. We're I not doing. We're not it. spreading the word on that. That's ridiculous. I, I, for no reason at all, and nobody really uh, seemed to uh, enjoy the story because we've never heard any feedback from it. But I want a T-shirt that says Tim went to Devry. <laughs> that was a great. Story. That was a good story. The whole Devry thing. That was the best story you've ever told. Maybe that's put that on the put that on the highlight package list. Okay. Is that, is that I always get these stories mixed up. Is this the same guy or was this the same time when someone fell in the in the lowered living room that kind of tripped over the that was that your That was my grandfather who fell right on the you know we got these 1970s homes and they have Sunken. the step down into the living room area. Yeah. And when we were moving in we were like, "Oh, this is going to be hard for kids." And the realtor lady was like, uh no, the kids figure it out really quickly. Um, oh. oh, no. Mm. Oh, no. Jason. My God, what happened? Who lost? What happened? You did. Who, was it me? Yeah. Well, I stopped talking so that uh, we didn't have to miss anything there. But uh, I don't know where it cut out. But, yes, somebody fell, and the realtor lady, when we told her, oh, this these steps are going to be difficult for kids, she told us, no, the people that have a problem with it are the elderly. And the first time my grandfather came over here, he fell right on his ass because nobody thought to help him down the one stair. And I love that her response is, no, 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 no. Don't worry about the kids. Yeah. You need to worry about the elderly. <laughs> and we didn't. We didn't even think about it. Nobody did. We just turned around and had no. to pick him up off the ground. I'm sorry. No, the Tim went to DeVry was sitting at uh, dinner with yes. uh, my yes. first real girlfriend. I mean, yeah. that's right out of a... Uh, that's right out of a... Like a Ben Stiller they, movie? A, 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 yeah, that's what I was going to say. Like a Ben Stiller movie or a Luke and Owen Wilson and movie from the mid-aughts or something. I mean, it's so good. Are you really going to mix together all of our highlight moments and make like a... You guys have literally given me two on air for which uh, when I, I sent a text, I've not received one response to. So I don't I listen guess, to the show. I don't listen to the show. You don't have to listen. Just I don't remember. The, no, you go through the episodes on whatever podcast app and just read the descriptions and say... I remember this conversation, put that in there, and I'm just going to make a few just to have over the holidays so people don't forget about us when we most likely won't record. I don't want people feeling like, you know, we're not out there just because we might miss a week or two. Just trying to fill the void, that's all. Um, I think it's a great idea. I love it. I-, I would actually listen to that episode, no joke. Okay, but we've had this conversation a million times, right? That Jason doesn't listen to the show. And we're all like, we get it, man. It's weird to listen to yourself, you know. Well, I don't necessarily like to listen to myself that much either. But a bombshell was dropped. He's been so excited. I want to make sure and use that word He's been so excited about this. (laughs) A bombshell was dropped in casual text conversation amongst buds a few days ago yep. how do you listen to the show jason yeah i so i pull out my iphone i have a uh i don't know iphone 10 or 11 or whatever just a kind of a little just a good old iphone yeah. three cameras on the got back three, look living three large cameras on the back got the 
the dog right there on the front. Um, yeah, kind of a just a. We all got, got a nice little. I'm on the. T- I'm still on the two camera okay. model, but it's the smaller, smaller one. So it's I, I have the it's iPhone and I uh, I go to my podcast app while I'm looking at my phone. I go to my podcast app and I click on uh, I click on podcast and I find the Human Dads podcast. And I always it's uh, it's always tough for me to find the podcast app because I don't listen to podcasts, but I. I find it, and then I click on the button, and then I click on the little arrow that's pointed to the right that's, that uh, that indicates I'd like to start the podcast. The play button, Jason. Yep. The play so button. I hit the play button, and uh, and then the sound comes right out of the bottom of my phone. I listen to it just like that. Hmm. So, Ryland, you want to go see, first? You know, the speakers. I spend a lot of time in I spend a lot of time in the car with my family. You know, as I'm sure you guys do too, going places, doing stuff, being dads. Sure. Not really. And we've we've all got we've all got multiple kids. And you know, when we're all together, uh, things get things get loud in the car, right? There's the tickets on, or music is on, or and the kids are talking, or the adults are talking, or we're all talking to each other. There's lots going on, but there's always something on the radio, you know, music or the ticket. And, uh, sometimes someone will send Courtney a funny video and she'll sit right there in the passenger seat and pull up the funny video and she'll turn the volume all the way up. Gotta hear it. And I'm always like, and I'm always like, oh my gosh, can you please wait until we're not in the car? And it's partly, it's mainly because there's just so much going on. I'll turn or I'll turn the radio down. I can't have competing sounds. Like I can't have that going. It. It's like my biggest negative. Uh, but through that process, I learned that there's nothing worse in the world than raw sound out of an iPhone. So surely when you say it comes out of the bottom of your iPhone, you mean just until you connect your, your headphones, right? So um, I, have, I, ha- I, I have a pair of headphones. Uh, they're on to my To be head- clear... Th- the the iPhone 10 or 11 doesn't have the regular what is it no, 1.8 jack no it's it's Ryland? got the uh, three and a half millimeter three and a half millimeter one of those yeah. things little, little yeah. triangle or so, little, yeah little so why wired options are limited these days you got to have an adapter yeah. or whatever and I do own this thing which is a USB headset it's a USB headset that plugs into my computer for this for this podcast I'm you know uh. But no, I do, I do not own any headset for for any sort of music playing at all. No, we, what episode is this, Brad? 70, I think 71? it's going to be seventy-one. Seventy-one. Okay, so out of seventy-one episodes, how many do you think where we've had a conversation a day or two later? Hey, I listened. I think I think it was pretty good. Yeah, man. I was going to say, let's just go through the text messages real quick. How many times? Have we heard Jason say, I don't like how I sounded? And we're like, dude, it sounds really good to us. I think you're being harsh on yourself. It sounds great. We don't sound any better. We all sound pretty good. You're good to go. And then after almost two solid years, he finally tells Come us to find he's out. listening on literally the worst sound producing device that that's commonly owned by people in the world. If you took the most commonly owned sound-producing devices by the human population and ranked them, the raw iPhone speaker is at the ever-loving bottom. And I only say that because I don't know how bad 
the Androids and the Samsungs and on the Google and all that are, but they're probably all crap. iPhone for sure. Well, uh, well, here, the reason I say that though is because when I listen, you guys sound good. You guys sound good on the phone when it comes out of the bottom of my phone. I don't sound good. I think we lost Brad again. What do you think? Yeah, he's he's glitchy. I can I, I can hear everything okay, and everything is going okay if you can oh. hear me. Yeah, everything's all right. No. I think there might be a oh, picture buffering no. issue. But also <laughs> okay, you have so to remember to put a bow on if you can hear me everything to put a bow on this Oh no. Oh, now you're back. Okay. No, we got you. Oh, this is good. This is good. This is good radio. I love this. This is all going to get recorded. So just while he struggles over there and gets it fixed, I'll just say to put a bow on this. You owe it to yourself in the year 2021 to have some kind of listening device that you can connect to your phone. And if you have to use the little adapter, which is lame, Uh, but find a way. I think you'll find that you sound better. And you really don't listen to stuff then, do you? You've been telling us all this time. I just don't really listen to things. And I thought that was just your way of saying you didn't listen as much as us. No. What you're really saying is I don't listen to the stuff. The most, the most, it's like yeah, the, in the car and in the car and that's yeah, it. in the right. car and that's it. And occasionally in the morning, I'll go, hey, uh, hey Alexa, play uh, play this song that I that stuck in my head, and I'll and Alexa will play it on those speakers, which they're just these little round dots, and mm. they play pretty well. But yeah, I use those. Um, yeah. But yeah, I do not listen to anything ever unless it's in the car. Oh, that's why all of my music knowledge uh, is limited to like when I was in the car all the time. And, and during the pandy, I don't know anything that's happened in music. Nothing. Nothing. So you don't know about the controversy with the baby, for example. I don't know why that. Just no, I know. I not... I know about the baby, but only because. Uh, so yes, occasionally like so, something will come up and I'll go, oh hey, there's a new Kendrick album or something, and I'll go listen to that, or hey, uh, Chance put out a new album or something, uh, or whatever, and I'll go listen to that on my phone, <laughs> just on the speakers. Yeah. Speaking of new Kendrick Lamar album, we are way entitled to one of those. It's been a while. I think that's way overdue. Let's go forward, assuming that we got everything, and then we'll worst case we'll do another show on Saturday. I can, but the problem is the recording. Uh, I won't. I guess I won't know until I end the recording. If it's all if it's all based in the cloud as they recommend, then if they dare, as the resident cloud architecture, you would think though, like you guys, expert, if they would dare to charge you for this or anyone for this, even though we're trial, they've got the audio. And if they don't, they're stupid and they need to hire me. Well, but I'm not the really other part of it though shops, is that you guys you know got to you guys got to stay here, so somehow it's it's still and the yeah. timer's been going the whole time, so it's not like what's the, your the time lights. say thirty seven twenty two three okay because my time started over yeah and mine says twenty two fifty eight but it's all HD seventy one which is the recording ID so I think we're good okay. The only thing that I've noticed is I don't see audio lines for me or J Dog. It doesn't that matter. I usually do see. I see but I don't it. think that matters. Uh, yeah. I see it, and last time I didn't see audio lines for myself, and somehow it still worked out. I so, see every. I see yeah, everybody's I, audio lines. Yeah, I've noticed inconsistent behavior in that, so we need to uh, 
need to get some QA on that piece, but I think overall our audio is going to be safe. This part is riveting. Uh, I could hear everything yeah, you guys were it. saying the whole time. I, I never lost. You have to remember on this particular uh, platform that we're using, is it in theory captures everything locally, so you shouldn't, unless you have a bad connection and get kicked off. I uh, am not. I was not connected to my regular Wi-Fi because somebody unplugged my mesh network in here. Oh my goodness! And I just kind of assumed, without checking. Yeah, sure, of course. So, do we have any forensics on what might have taken place? Uh, somebody went under the desk and unplugged it for a purpose to serve an adult task and an honest mistake, or just right. a kid having fun with. Oh, the kids aren't allowed stuff. in here, so I'm gonna, Uh-oh. I'm gonna. Uh oh. I'm going to blame the other person, mm. but it's her office. Well, so I'm like, sure whatever she it was, needed something. here's the deal. Courtney and I had this conversation earlier tonight and it was, I went in to one room and immediately went back to the other room and then immediately went back to the other room and she goes, did you forget why you went in there? And I said, yep. Happens all day long, every day. That's, that's our lives now. Right. So, back problems and memory loss. Yeah, she probably unplugged it, needed needed to do something legitimate, and thought, I'll plug it right back in. And because she's a mom with kids and a job and life, forgot. Because I do that 25 times let's a day. Cut, and let's you, cut Molly some slack is what we're saying, I think. No, it, I, it might have been incidental. Like She might have done it with her foot down here just resting. Oh, yeah. uh, just calm down. That's all we're saying. Just relax. I'm, well, I'm in that fine. case, then, I just we're going to pile on you. You're pissed. You guys you are piling tell. on. I don't, you guys, I'm not even that worked up. Are you just eating crackers in the middle of the show? <laughs> Jason, not me. I was the guy eating last time. Oh, yeah. Uh, speaking of, oh, what if we got some Swiss chocolate there. I did get some feedback that we're not allowed to ever eat on the air again. Okay, sorry. Well, I'll just won't eat a meal. No, I think it was particularly the fork on the scraping. ceramic scraping. And you have that mic on your chest. So, like, it was like yeah. you put it right into the uh, right into the microphone and made the noise. Yeah, well, you know what the mistake I made was? And I said it, but right. I didn't a big deal of it at the time. Normally, I leave my AirPods on transparency mode so that I can hear what's going on outside. That way I can hear myself talk at a normal volume and I'm not too loud. It doesn't default to that. You have to turn it on. And I didn't realize I didn't have it on. And so I had no idea how loud those scrapes were. So that's on me. I'm just the bull scraping period misogynist teenage boy teacher screwing. Oh, wait. No. Misanthrope. I think you could have just said of uh, this show, and I apologize for all of it. And yeah. and to Texas. But especially, but especially mainly the ball scraping because I sh- I should have known. Um, speaking of, as we hear foil crinkle in the background while Jason jams his face full of Swiss chocolate, dude. Um, listen, L- listen. First of all, and it's it's a little piece of chocolate. That last piece of chocolate was not little. No, that's a, that was one square. That was one fucking square, Brad. Okay, I'm not. I'm not here to cause any more eating on the air controversy. Look, he's yelling at me. 
as he smacks into the microphone. Oh, shut up! Jason, quit making that noise. Why are you doing that? It's not even funny. Stop. I don't know what's happened to this show anymore, but we can't just get along. Jason. I'm getting along just fine. Um, Speaking of getting I'm along. All, I'm really enjoying what Jason's doing right now, actually. I quit the show. <laughs> you really could never quit. Really, none of us could quit. Um, it's, this is this is the this is it. Oh yeah, it we can't exist in any other form. Yeah, like it, it really has the, it has to persist in this fashion. We've really found the Jordan Pippen Rodman situation here. None of us can leave. <laughs> um, I you know it got hectic there, so I wasn't paying attention. Did Jason end up apologizing for uh, telling us that the sound quality was always horrible? His sound quality was always horrible. And, no, and not there a, was definitely no apology. And never acknowledging to us that he was listening to like a sonic drive through speaker. What do you want that from never me? Happened. What, what do you I also, I, we didn't get to the other point. Like, I just don't understand how you get through life without headphones. Like, I, yeah, I, I watch television after everybody goes to sleep in the living room. And I link my Bluetooth to the TV so that I can turn it up nice and loud and not have to worry about if I'm, you know, making sound throughout the house. We have got a hell of a show going on. Rylan is laying wire. <laughs> Jason is full-blown turned around dealing with inters, inners, and outers. Uh, <laughs> this this thing has gone so you've off just track. Seen the, the, if you had... If you had just been witness to the flurry of activity that's gone on in this house for the last, I would say, 24 plus hours, you'd be so amazed that I'm even sitting here. But yeah, I was was laying a little wire. It's straight now. Um, I just discovered since I'm back in the – or I'm fully in the AirPods game now, I just discovered the connecting the Bluetooth headphone to the TV thing too as a late night option. And man – I like it. I'm I've been doing it, it for a couple of years or, now. And how do you it makes do that? So how do you do that? Do you have to have a TV that has that <clears throat> capability? On your, um, if you go to your sound settings on your TV, you should be able to find if there's a Bluetooth setup. I need, I need a new TV then. I don't think I have that. Or if you have a, a Roku or a Fire or an Apple TV, I'm sure they all have a Bluetooth. Oh, uh, I never connected option. through that. I always connect through the TV that I've had for. Well, okay. Got it for me. What's wrong with just watching TV? Years ago. What's wrong? We, we've no, survived I just watching said, TV. I watch it at 9.30 at night when everybody's going to sleep, and I don't want to have to worry about the the volume Do, uh, when I'm watching creating, the Mavs game. You're creating kids that that are are light sleepers. My kids, I could walk in their room and and uh, like fix the fix the, uh, the the ceiling, and they wouldn't even know it. Do fix you, the ceiling. Jace. What are you doing to your ceilings? Do you think it's the kids that are going to get up or text me that it's too loud? Yeah. I do it for Courtney. So you yeah. need some scene controls, what you're saying. Whoa. <clears throat> Listen to this. No, 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 no. Don't. That just was a kidding, drop. That was clearly he. Whoa. So he gets to add sound in, and the first thing he does is try to make me look bad. Okay. Scene control, ladies. Did you hear that? I hope we get the same I will feedback. Say, uh... I will say I think that there's. <laughs> yeah, I'm over here trying to, to compromise and be considerate. 
and you got you got these two. I, I do it for Courtney too, though, because I agree with Jason, and I know this isn't universal. So it may just be that I have a sample size of two, and it's two of two. But at least for us, we do not have diapers, and we didn't make an effort to be super quiet when they were babies. We weren't like, you know, cranking up the stereo and partying. Although occasionally we would have people over and it would get loud, but we we just did our normal thing, you know, and uh, it turned out okay. We uh, Molly was very much the. Uh... Like she's just trying to do the right thing or what she thinks is the right thing. And she's, you know, kids, she was very tight about the nap schedule, but it made to where we always had with Sage, like a really sweet kid. Like she was always, I don't know, like she, I feel like the schedule benefited her. Right. And so one time we, Mm -hmm. we lived in a house that we were renting when Sage was first born and uh, guys coming over to fix the skylight on top of the house. And uh, Man, that's a that's an identifier of what period your house was built in. Yeah. I wish skylights were still in. I think they're cool. Yeah. And uh, he's fixing the skylight and he's having to bang the shit out of this top of this roof on this house. And Sage is sleeping. And it, it was the kind of first time that we learned like, oh, OK, Sage can kind of sleep through whatever the hell it is. So she's gifted in that way. Yeah. Um, I think probably for the most part, it's probably nature over nurture as far as how light someone is of, uh, of a spur. But as far as our protocol, we were pretty middle of the road and we didn't make any special any special accommodations. You mentioned nap time, though. That's something we've never really talked about as former dads of toddlers. But man, I had two kids and the whole scene about when they napped, how regularly they needed to nap, their desire to nap, their disposition following a nap. How long they maintained a nap, they both were completely different on all variables. It was just a total random crapshoot, man. And and and, it, and each kid would vary over time. So we were, I mean, we were constantly just having to, something would work for six months and then we'd have to adjust. And then Real quick, adjust. have you ever said the words sleep regression to people? Oh my God. No, but the reason I never did was because one of my friends that had a kid a couple years before we did. His wife said it to us, and Courtney and I, when we like got by ourselves, we said, what I don't give a f- shit what happens with our kids. If they decide to start sucking at sleeping, we're not going to use that term. We're just going to say they're having trouble sleeping. <laughs> we're not going to that. We're not doing that, okay? We're going to make a decision about the kind of people we were. This is before we were even uh, having kids yet. We said, we're not using, we're not using the book term. Okay, guys. The way we medicalize, the way we medicalize ah. everything and and termify everything is so ridiculous. Dude, I've had sleep regression over the past. 10 well, years. listen, Brad, <laughs> you you don't know how difficult it is for families that deal with SR. That's true. Okay. Yeah, let's not make light of SR. It's a common issue across the United States. Are you dealing with SR? <laughs> No, you got to list them. To where? You got to first say, "Are you experiencing?" and then list like ten common things that everyone has experienced, it, and then say, to, "You may be experiencing problems with SR." Ability to nap, napping less. Has it gotten Sleeping to where? Soundly. Has it gotten to where even two glasses of wine won't help you get to sleep? Do you have weird dreams? Do you wake up hot? <laughs> you may have. If, 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 if two glasses of wine isn't helping you sleep, you may have a alcoholism. Do you do you ever do that thing where 
you feel like you're falling off right as you're about to fall asleep. You feel like you're falling off a cliff and you think you're falling. You ever do that thing? I don't. What I do is the physical jerk move. Yes. The the flinch move, like where sometimes that happens. I'm not in a deep sleep, but I'm getting to that uh, dream state and like, I'll be like shooting a shot and like flinch real quick. Yeah. I, I have experienced that. I don't do that, but I have experienced that. I never have the falling dream. I don't know what that says. It's not even a dream. It's not even a dream. It's not dream yet. It's it's right as you're about to hit the sleep, right as you're about to go to sleep. Yeah. For whatever reason, your brain like malfunctions for a second, and you feel like you're falling. Like you feel like you're falling off the bed, and it jerks you awake. Like you're immediately like, oh shit. Yeah, you like jerk. Yeah. I've had that happen. Yeah, it's, I, mean, I think it was something that used to happen more, probably because I used to nap more. I feel like it happened when yeah, I napped, it's a nap thing. but not nighttime sleep. And sadly, lifestyle being what it is, napping is just not a factor like it used to be. Do you ever do that thing where you feel like you're peeing in your dream and you're worried you're peeing the bed? <laughs> <laughs> is that a thing that people do? You've never peed in your dream before? Jason, to where I thought that I, it was happening in no, real you life. Wake up, you're, you wake up and you're like, oh my God, did I just piss myself? Because I, no. in my dream, I was peeing. And it, it only happens when when you really have to go. Like you wake up with a full bladder. Hmm. No. And you just have to go urine immediately. Do you guys I mean, wake up to pee? Yes. I don't. Not, not no. all the time, but sometimes. Never. If I do, it's like pretty close to 5 a.m. Yeah, it's it's typically you know I mean? where it's yeah, it's like I just really 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 had to go and it it couldn't make it to 6:30 type I, of deal. I'm know? convinced I have the most incredible bladder kidney combo in human history. Like they okay. should study me. All right, I've got some ideas on how we can measure this because uh you and I both and I don't know how big Brad has been into this, although I'm sure he's participated some, but I know Jason you yeah. and I both have participated in some very long yeah. and crowded and high stakes Texas Rangers tailgates. Sure. And I'm talking tailgates that happen that go on all day mm-hmm. that are that are opening day or playoffs, porta potties with 600 people in line. So when you're in that scenario, what's your game plan? I don't go. That to me is a I don't go at all. Yeah. Absolutely. We're brothers, Absolutely. dude. I don't know how. I don't know how, but I can sit out there and get out there at 10 a.m. for a nighttime ALCS game against the Detroit Tigers. I can drink 12 beers and not pee until I walk into yeah, that stadium. That's a hero right there. But you, you, you put me at home. It's not going to be like that. I, but I could do it out I, there. I, 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 we've talked about this, so I don't want to. I don't want to belabor the point here. But this is what started the whole. Go your session, yes, and I I don't want to get back into that. Uh, but just we just, don't need to just want to note the appropriateness of that term. We're not going to just we want to note you're the one that used it freely. You no, used go urine freely. I never said that, but okay. I I have the ability not to have to 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 urinate. I just don't have to go ever. Back in my uh, my drinking prime. Uh, which I'll probably call anywhere from like 2002 to 2006. I could certainly sit down and have 
double-digit beers and not get up. Uh, not situational dependent, just that's what it was. To the point to where people would be like, what the hell? And How are you not uh, getting up? <laughs> yeah. And now, I mean, I'm not going to... I'm not going to get into double digits, but yeah, I'll knock down a six pack on you while hanging out and not have to go potty time. You know, the thing for the thing for me is Trulies. Is it Trulies? I've never had a six pack of Truly in one sitting. No, you couldn't. You'd be passed out, dude. Who could even? (laughs) Yeah, you'd be you'd be you'd have brain damage. Well, you just you start six trulies. Your wife doesn't even want to be around you. You start turning into yeah. a, you're, a, a you're different crying. kind of person. You, yeah. you start crying. You punch the fence because you realize that you wasted so much of your life. Hey, Jason, do you think if we if we follow through on your idea to get a doctor on the show, a doctor could explain to us why four percent trulies affect people like they're like like. 140 proof whiskey. Like I Dude, need to we, get to the bottom of why this is. We got to get a doctor on the there show. There has to be Brad. science behind this. We have to. We have so many questions. We have we have urine questions. We have truly questions. We have COVID. We have to get a doctor on the show. Can you imagine how good that would be? You know what my whole situation. I is promise. With I'll get the, us. I'll get us a doctor. Okay. The going to the bathroom and the tailgate and the waking up and the whatever. If if. It's all about convenience for me. You put me in that porter potty situation, and it's like something in my brain that it's not really conscious takes over. Because if I'm at work or at home and I'm just really going through water and really hydrating, man, I'm running in and out of there plenty. You're or the kid sitting out. You're the kid who, when they first went to kindergarten, like didn't go to the bathroom because it was uncomfortable, and the teacher would have to be like, "No, you got to go to the bathroom. You can't just not go to the bathroom." No, I never had like it with going in strange places. I just don't want to stand in line forever. I I'll give you I'm actually I'm actually I've I've done some hellacious things in some pretty serious gas station scenes when desperate. So I got a lot of data to refute that possibility. But I also am starting to think that with the age we are now, holding it for a really long time probably not a good idea. Might not not a good idea, at least not commonly. Like I think if you do it once in a while when you're in a high stakes tailgate that, scene, you're probably that okay. builds up the muscle. But on a on a daily basis, does it? I don't know. I don't That's why I don't we need a doctor. Good question we... for the doctor. Let me take, let me let me give <laughs> you an ahead, example Jason. really fast. I was on a flight from Dallas Fort Worth to Anchorage, Alaska. That's about a six hour <clears> flight. You didn't okay. urine once? Not one time. I can count on, on my hand how many times I've been in, and I flew a lot, how many times I've actually stepped foot in an airplane bathroom. And I took a lot of four-plus-hour four, four plus hour flights. Not one time. Let me time. tell you another variable that makes That's it difficult impressive. for me to, to, to abstain from the bathroom. I love the cold weather. But for some reason, when it gets cold, Gotta pee. I have... I, I have very little bladder control. I don't like the way you, you said Googled that. Have you that to see if other other people in the world are reporting this? Because that's interesting. I don't like the I way he said Googled it. It was a weird thing that he, he said it with like a soft kind of happy voice. I don't like that. 
<laughs> Why'd you say? I want to know more. I have very little bladder. I don't like you it. Why'd you do? Very little bladder control, guys. It's just being sensitive because other people may be dealing with the We're same thing, and they may feel weird about it. Fun at people, Jason. Yeah, we do as <clears throat> you know. men. So, what sounds like I... you need some bladder scene control, Brad? <laughs> okay, again, my name is a, Jason. That was a drop. But in, the point is, the bladder going at this point of your life is a struggle for men, certainly. But I think that women struggle way more with this, oh, especially my. women that have had babies. Yeah, I oh, was 100%. about to say like when you have the baby, the whole scene changes. Like completely. you can I... cough or sneeze and. I can make or or just work out, work out and make certain physical movements. I've certainly heard those stories a lot over the years too, because I have a wife, and so when I when those topics about pelvic health come up, that's where the conversation happens, not on a podcast with the word "dads" in the title. He's still so bitter at you. He's so mad. At you. No, I'm not. I'm just, just, I'm just, I'm just laying out my position. I think I'm just, I'm just workshopping my, my position paper on this. Yeah, Molly deals with the post-pregnancy potty issues. I think I could make her go potty yeah. like once a week, just by yeah. there's no going back to it. Making her like laugh, the, every muscle and ligament and everything is just thank God bless ravaged them. by your. They are all those horrible things happen on Brad's best day of his life. Remember that, Jason? <laughs> yeah, yeah. The best day of my life was watching my wife just absolutely suffer. Watching my wife lose. Permanently lose permanent control of her bladder. It was the best day of my life. What a horror. What a, then I what went a, on a podcast and felt guilty and made Ryland look What bad. a monster just, he is. I just want to point out that these guys are trying to say that I'm selfish for saying that Molly having kids were the two best days of my life because oh. they're trying to empathize with women who have kids because it's such a physically traumatic. Hey, pal. Speaking of. No, that's actually no. He's he's uh, he's accurate. That is true. That's the reason why it's not the best day of my life is because it it's a really day. Hey, Shep. Like I'll own that. Like that's that's actually an accurate statement of my philosophy. Look on that whole deal. I, as an ally to women, uh, <laughs> getting back getting back to that, I feel like I'm not qualified to. I don't feel like it's appropriate for me to take that day as my best day. I think that's, to me, that's just sort of appropriation. So, I mean, go ahead, Brad. Do what you're going to do, but for oh, me. Oh, yeah. Here, here, here's what I would like to explain. Here's how I'm going to explain it. The physical toll that she went through, that you would not recognize that, that, that sacrifice that she went through as the best thing that's ever happened to you, to me, is not to fully honor what she's done. And so when I say it's my best day, part of it is the pride. And the just the sheer awe that I have for the person that I married, that she was able to undertake such a physical situation. Like I watched somebody win a Super Bowl, like right next to me. You understand? I think that's that? a lot of yeah. I get what you're saying. I think there's a lot of dots you have to connect to get there logically. But if that's really if that's your if that's your your way of looking at it, then good for you. I just think that the best day of my life should be a day that I would want to live again, and I wouldn't want to put my wife through that again. I, the best so. day of my life was when my wife had uh, major appendix surgery, had her appendix pulled out. So. <laughs> do people do appendixes I anymore? You I, never that, really that was hear a, about that was a Jason, scenario. I got a real quick, uh, real quick question. Another good doctor question. Wanna do piggyback, appendixes still happen? want to piggyback on that. What, what did you guys name Sarah's appendix? 
<laughs> Something that rhymed with Ainsley. <laughs> and I know that that's a tired. I know that that's a tired joke. But the only reason I make it is because there's two different occasions already, just in this short week we're in, where my wife has had a conversation with each child separately about not properly identifying children because their names ended with Ensley and something else in front of it Here's that she couldn't keep straight. Here's a bunch oh, of them. Oh, one day, I need to get Courtney to come in here and read the names. I won't say what the source of the names are, but the names of a semi-arbitrary grouping of, of young girls that are the ages of my my both my girls and Sage's age range. Just read the names off to us. You guys will laugh your asses off. I don't want to do too much to identify it. But I, I feel, it's pretty wild. I feel like we did a, it's not just a bit. It's real life. We did a really good job naming all of our kids. I think when I when I uh, I, I I I appreciate every name that that we have in our what yeah. amongst our six children that we have as a as a human dad podcast show. Right. All right. Run through them, Jason. Run yeah. So them. I've got I've got my oldest is Evan. Like my it. middle, my middle child, my daughter Solid is uh, Lucy from uh, the Beatles. Good name, the Beatles. The Beatles connection. Yeah, and then my youngest is Carson, which I think uh, is a is a pretty straightforward. I like Carson. It's a good name, solid name. Carson's a pretty kick-ass yeah. name, too. Good, solid. Carson and Evan are good, solid. Solid boy names. They're, they've endured several, several, you know, trends. Right. They've come and gone. They're still there. Everyone knows how to spell exactly. them. Exactly. I've never it's known good. a wild-ass Carson good, or simple. Evan. You never, no, no. You know? Well, things. I knew an Evan that was probably wild-ass in his early 20s, but I knew him in his late 20s. And he struck me as a guy who was three to four years removed from major wild assness. Good guy, though. <laughs> Isn't it funny how the people that you meet and the, one yes, person will make absolutely. you absolutely, yeah. absolutely oh, those when, it ruins names. When, when Kurt, when Courtney first started working after grad school, and for those of you who don't know, she's a speech language pathologist, so she works with the range of kids she works with is is huge. She's working with kids that are completely academically 100% on track but have literal art speech articulation issues and she's working with kids that have that are completely nonverbal for any number of any reason that you can think of that could make a kid nonverbal uh all of the range of that she's working with that and everything in between um and so some of those kids some of them are ones that part of what's going on has a behavioral aspect to it and every little boy she ever had Jackson was just on freaking fire. Yeah. So before we were ever even married, there was never going to be a child named Jackson. That's out. That's house. out. And then, and, and then I got friends that I've met since that have great kids named Jackson. I was going to say, that's just one but of those, those two ones, or three little boys. That's turned into Michael. Like Jackson mm-hmm. is, yeah, it's everywhere now is up there with the, uh, the Johns and the, the Tims and the Bobs of the world, like Jackson, is a a pretty uh, popular one. I hear. Okay, and then Brad's got Brad's got Sage and Shepard. Yep. Good, solid names. I like Shep. Sage is a great. And they're girl both. Name. Sage is a great girl yeah. name. Shepard is cool because you can shorten it to Shep. It's it's another classic name. It endures. And then I've got Layla and Maya. 
spell them similarly so that people know how to spell them. I was going to say you didn't add, didn't add some silent ghs and no ghs went with l a y l a instead of l e i l a uh went, went with the more arabic based both very solid whatever. names they're both arabic names or arabic uh source names which was an accident but that's how it happened classic classic uh, nice names just, just really just a couple little dark-haired trophy club infidels. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Don't say that again. It made me feel uncomfortable. Um, it's great in context. Before we go, I'm not running for office right now. Let's be edgy. Uh, before we go, um, a uh, couple of things, Jace. Yeah, you, you you've had a, a triumphant return to the online life. Oh, I did start tweeting Thank, again. Thankfully, yeah. Did, welcome, you, welcome did, return. Did start you, tweeting you've, again. You've come and gone uh, a couple of times. I think uh, that's pretty typical for people in it this yeah. long. I last year, I think I left for I don't know six weeks, two months, something like that. Uh, when I came back from the last time of leaving, I think it really brought about like a full wholesale change. Like, um, I see our, our buddy, uh, who's on the screen with us, Rylan, um, still has time to go back and forth with people. I saw that. I saw that the other day too. I was very interested in that. Um, today, maybe I don't remember when it was Uh, was yesterday during lunch. Was that about our was that about our young our young shooter? Yeah, that was that was the one I was interested in. Yeah. Yeah, that I was didn't yesterday. open that the whole thing to figure March. it out. Uh it was pretty predictable exchange, but I it was good. I I didn't open the whole thing to figure it out. I just could see activity popping up, you know, how you get stuff pushed to you. And then I was like, "Oh, okay." Yeah, it goes. I just don't do that anymore. I just don't. I just I, you're going to have to say something pretty tight and personal for me to give you more than two serious tweets at this point in my life. I just, I'm not saying well, it's never you know, going to happen. <clears throat> I'm certainly not saying never, but when I went away last year and then came back to online life, it just, I didn't have the same vigor. Is that the like the same? Yeah, 100%. Um, Less piss and vinegar. Yeah. Less so, vim and vinegar. Well, so mine that you noticed, you you guys have both probably noticed that none of us do that to the level we used to. Oh, absolutely. Right? And, and it comes with uh, time spent on a given platform. It's just how, that's the life cycle of these things. You know, you can look at how I use Facebook now, especially locally. And then you can also look at Twitter. And I know watching you guys are do the same. Yesterday, so I put something out. Uh, it was it was responses to me that I then responded to. So I was actually the person who said something. And then some other guys responded. And they're dudes that ha- I have followed or followed me and vice versa for, I mean, decade-ish, you know. So I know where their head's at. I know that 99% of the time it's good faith, especially when it's with me, Right. You can see people like when they decide there's some people they stay in good faith faith with because there's mutual respect, you know? Yeah. So that's why I engaged because I think that it was people trying to have an intelligent conversation. Uh, 
but I am pretty selective. Like if it wasn't that, I wouldn't, uh, wouldn't necessarily engage. Like today, a random person, I made a comment about the Kyle Rittenhouse trial, which I'm not following. I'm intently not following. I really don't even care to talk about it until it's well enough in our rearview mirror to put cultural context around it that's serious. But I made a comment about something I saw, some headline I saw, because it reminded me of a trend. And like a day and a half later, well, I said I'm not following it. A day and a half later, someone responded to me that's a stranger that said, you're not following it. And so to that person, I just wrote back, proudly so. So I will still do that. If I can give you a pithy three words, I'll do it. But only if it comes to me immediately. Other than that, I'm, I may be on the slightly on the other side of that line than you guys, but I'm barely on the other side of that line. What, uh, what did you learn from your sabbatical this time, Jason? What, uh, what uh, are we taking with us? I think that now more than ever, I'm able to disconnect from, from the social media. And I, 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 the, a big part of the reason I left was that I was not able to do that. I, I mean, I was truly, I felt like I was kind of addicted to it. Like the, the serotonin that was being created every time that I would have interactions or the opposite where I would overthink things that I said, or I didn't interact with people on, or they didn't respond or I didn't respond in time. And how did that make them feel? All that stuff was causing anxiety and stress. So, uh, I was like, yeah, I need to take a break. So now I feel so much healthier, uh, when I go on Twitter and I can just sort of treat it like it should be treated, go on there and like interact with some friends, read some stuff, and then log off for the day or come back later if I want to. So I think that's the the biggest thing. The other thing I I do I did really miss was like live tweets during Cowboy football mm-hmm. games. That's probably my favorite thing on Twitter now. It's fun when forty three to three is going on, man. Yep. It's fun, and I didn't even have much to say during that game, but just being able to listen to what other people are saying is you know the value. That's the best part about Twitter, and always has been, right? Like if you think back to the best moments, it's where everybody was. Whether it was a, a TV show that we were all watching and kind of reacting to live, or a sporting event, or some major news event, like that's the that's the the great stuff about Twitter. The bad stuff happens when that stuff isn't happening or isn't going on, and we get bored and we have to start like fighting over beans and chili and stuff like that. So, I I did miss some of that. Uh, some of that. I wish all we did. I wish beans and chili was used bad to as be. It, got. it used to be. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, yeah, I lo- well, it's I like, like was it. it was it skin that was it skin that said he wished Twitter could be like it was in 2014 or yeah. I think he threw out a random year. We had him uh, on the nothing program. truer than that. Yeah, he said well, it used to be cool. I've felt that I'm I'm still trying to extract that from it. It takes curation and patience and less engagement, honestly. Um, so I'm sticking with it, but nothing is more true than that. And those were some great great times. But you know what? When our sports teams and our other shared interests bubble up, things are going to get back like that again. And some of these people that maybe decided they want to poke Jason because Jason said something too woke, they're going to remember why they liked Jason in the first place. Yeah. Think cultural. There are cultural things that bring us together. Sports is one of them. Art and music is the other. Those are, those are the three most important things. Well, just split it into two categories. Sports and the arts. Those are the things that bring people together, man. No 
So I want to be, that's why, you know, yeah, and food. You say all that, right? Listen, you say all that, but I'm not watching a damn Mavs game with a Republican. Okay. <laughs> I don't I, 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 how, how does a Republican watch a Mavs game differently? Just re- they're real angry the whole time. Do yeah. you think? Uh, typically with a lot of resentment and opinions about black people. That's how they typically watch a Mavericks game. The thing is, man, like, I think that, that, that look, I can't say this enough, and I, we won't get into this because this is like a, a huge conversation, but I'll, I'm going to bottom line it for you. Hit, hit the bottom line sounder. Bottom line. So the bottom line is we are all just way too angry, man. Like, everybody is angrier than they've ever been. Everybody is... Um, just tired and fed up and angry and cynical. And uh, I think social media feeds it. Like, I think we've always had that, but if you're not feeding it, it kind of eventually dies down a little bit, which there are bad sides to that, right? It creates apathy, uh, which is uh, maybe equally bad or worse than anger in some cases, but all that anger and all that stuff that just like you, you're, it's you remember at Ghostbusters when they put that stuff in the toaster, that little goo in the toaster, and if they started yelling at each other, the the toaster would start popping around, like the goo reacted to negative feelings. Yeah, Ghostbusters too. That's Ghostbusters. A little bit, little, little bit of a flawed, little bit of a flawed movie, but hold on, real quick, let's collective, let's back collective up. Anger thing. Let's back up off our mics. Vigo the Carpathian. Yeah. Hold on, Rylan. Let's back up off our mics. Let's take our hands like this. Right here, it's Ghostbusters. And I was blown that Ryland saw a movie. I, know. I can't believe that. If if someone born in 1980 hasn't seen Ghostbusters, then their parents need to be retroactively arrested. Now he saw it in the theater in 1993, 89 when it came out. I did. You know why? Because that was the year my dad got laid off. Oh, way and to go! Vacation Brad. was way literally to go. Wait, really was literally. Nice. My, me and my mom going to Stephenville and watching Batman, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, and Ghostbusters. Rylan, 2. I'm sorry. That was nine-year-old Rylan's vacation. I'm sorry about Brad. No, I'm sorry. Look, that was man, rude. part of it was artif- part of it was artificially imposed scarcity. He's a he's and a sh- uh, he got he got and he didn't get laid off because of some dumb reason. He got laid off because he knew it was a contract deal that would eventually end. He just didn't know what year, so it wasn't completely unanticipated. Brad's a huge jerk. I'm sorry, about but. That. It's a little window into how my whole, you know, scene formed over. Way the years. to bring it up, Jason. To think that, Way to bring to it think up. that that would qualify as I a vacation. I don't know why Brad's laughing the whole time you're talking about your dad getting laid off. But. Batman was the best of the three, though, by far. Great soundtrack too, as you know. <sighs> Prince, um, that changed my life. That vaca- that vacation, that fake vacation, changed my life because it put me onto Prince at a level that I'm. T- I'm not. I'm, I'm telling you. I've told you guys. The man. The man's a prophet. He's amazing. A minor, a minor profit. Also, though, guys, we've really kind of got to thank the universe that he's not alive anymore because he would be so anti-vaccine. Oh, no doubt. It wouldn't even be it would ruin everything. measurable. Yeah, it would ruin everything. I'm, I, I shouldn't say that. Maybe he wouldn't be, but I feel like there's a very strong chance yeah. he would be. A lot of people that uh, like propofol somehow not a big medical fans. Um, Weird how that works. That. He wasn't propofol. That was Michael Jackson. Trip, he was fentanyl. Uh, fentanyl. Okay. Did, trip to did, fan? Were you about to didn't trip he, to fan? Didn't he, no, die, to, didn't he die in his elevator uh, and trans- like his head was sticking out the end of the elevator? The doors were just like shutting on his head over and over again. 
Now that we've never heard, and and I'm and that's uh, I'm definitely unconfirmed. <laughs> I'm sorry. Explain that again, because I. But he did. He did pass out. He he did lose consciousness in the elevator, and that was it. Yeah, that was his last. And the, the known the place thing to kept going. Ding. Yeah, and the door just kept closing, hit him in the head. And someone's someone's pushing the button to open the door, and then the other person is going, "See, I told you those buttons are." He was in his own home elevator. For the record, he had an elevator at home. He was at he was at Paisley Park. Yeah. So, yeah. Way to go. R.I.P. to the greatest. So, R.I.P. to the greatest and R.I.P. to Ryland's uh, <laughs> vacations. For the record, prior to that time, the uh, the definition of a vacation in, in our home was traveling to the Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex for one or maybe two nights at a Roadway Inn. That sounds... And maybe hitting Six, fl- maybe hitting six Flags. That wild. actually sounds so, awesome. I mean, yeah. It is awesome, but it's not like we took that big of a step down. We were just very pragmatic people. So, look, the Ghostbusters 2, the goo that sort of thrives on negative feelings, that's Twitter. That's what that is. Like, that's just all, Oh, yeah, that's social algorithm-driven social is. media. Because it's en- engagement. It's engagement, you know, man. And it And I just it, – it, it, it hurt. I don't, I don't enjoy it. I don't en- – I don't enjoy it, but I want to just say this. That doesn't mean that I don't care or I don't want to hear it or I want to stick my head in the sand as it relates to social issues and all the horrible things that are happening. I want to hear that stuff. I just don't want to hear it from the the mouths of people that have like meme shit lord as they're at on Twitter or fart breath 6969. Like I... I want to hear it and I want to help as much as I can. I just, I think that I need to, I needed to step away from, from that group of people. How many, how many followers do you have right now? Uh, you need me to look it yeah, up? I don't know. 3000, something like that. See, cause somehow, I mean, I have like 700 and something, but I've always noticed, and this goes back years. This goes back to like before we were really like actual friends and we were just, you know, Twitter homies. I always noticed that you had the ability for some reason, and I guess it has to do with who your who follows your followers, or I don't know, to attract the meme. Dude, whereas whereas I could say the same thing, and I would get some debates, and I might get an occasional rando that I didn't want to engage with, but mostly it was kind of up to me, and it was people that I knew of them, and so I would give them a respectful reply and not agree or ignore and we would just go on being rangers twitter buddies or whatever you know what i mean or mavs twitter you know so this this happened like i'd I'd love to do like an analysis on who followed well this happened the other night i so i tweeted as one of my first tweets i asked if amy schumer was still famous this is the best thing ever. You made the best return to Twitter in your whole life. You realize you you owned Twitter. You proved everything there is to prove about Twitter and today's society. You hit a, you hit a grand slam to win the World Series on the first pitch of the first game. I, I asked him, Amy Schumer, which is a valid question. I haven't been online. I don't know. I don't know if she's still funny. <laughs> so I don't know if she's still famous. So I asked a very valid question. I haven't been online. I, I, I don't know. And I got some responses, but somehow some guy, some guy found that tweet who, by the way, doesn't follow me, doesn't follow anyone I follow, like no connection. Uh, and we, I won't get into like, we went back and forth, but, but he said he found me because I was listed as an actor in the Twitter section. 
Huh? I, 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 the, the, apparently, they like. He said, "I don't. You showed up as an actor on my Twitter feed." The the best part about that to me, what was 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 Jason said his thing about. I think that person we can't really trust his account of what he saw sure. on his phone. Sure. So I'm not really sure how to deal with what he said. But what struck me as hilarious was that you said your piece about Ms. Schumer. And he hit back at you immediately and said, "Why do you care if she's funny or not?" And then you, you, and and then you kind of engaged. But all I could think in my head was, because the only reason anyone fucking knows or cares her name is because a lot of people think she's funny. So it's okay, okay to discuss whether or not we actually think she's funny anymore. That's no different than saying, "Can Ben Roethlisberger still play quarterback?" It is the same exact conversation. Uh, right, right. Yeah. What is wrong with people? What is what is wrong with people? Yeah, I'm afraid. I don't. And then I, they need that. They, they need to have their privileges taken I, away. They need to be. Punished. I think he said at one point, like, who cares if she's funny? And I, a friend of mine named Brandon, uh, everybody, Brandon Biggie Perkins said, it's kind of important whether comedians yes. are funny or not. <laughs> It's kind of, it's kind of, a, that's kind of, that's something, that's something that we should discuss as a, as, as a, uh, as consumers, whether or not this comedian is funny, uh, which she's it's, it's exactly the conversation we should yeah, be having. Yeah. It was who, here's all these comedians. Who do y'all think's funny? Why? Why not? <laughs> Let's talk about it. Uh, Maybe we'll be funny talking about whether or not other people would be funny. And what happened? I just attract. I, I just I feel. I just. I, I just don't understand why she can't just get even a little respect. It's just okay. Here it is. He loves uh, this bit, Mister. I'm an ally, and he just can't even bring himself <laughs> to laugh at a woman, Mister. I've been listening to women music for the better p- women's music for the better part of twenty Look. years. Le- no, no, no. He said he's I've been, le- leaning, I've leaned I've been into leaning into music. women's music for the better part of 20 years. I think women make incredible musicians. And I promise you, I Same. I will think. Same. I, I just think don't that, want any of them to tell me a joke. Well, I, as soon as you find a funny woman, let me know. <laughs> you are no, one's, no, one's listen, no one's listening at this point except no. for PJ. <laughs> except for sweet PJ, who's one of my favorite people in the world and a great listener. I love it, Jason. It was a great return. We're glad to have you back. I'm I'm personally invested in you having a good experience on there because because I have a better experience when you're on. There. Oh, man, so, that's, that's that's a beautiful yeah, thing. Yeah, welcome said. back, Jason. No, it's, it's true. Really, w- was really happy to you. see the, you you reclaim the Amy Schumer wall. That was it <laughs> was special. It was just a thrill. You, Did I think I said this to you guys? I don't know if I did or not, but I think I said that I think she would be good if she had a talk show, maybe where she interviewed people. Right. But maybe, but maybe don't go beyond that. But who am I? I don't care. I'm not trying to watch her either way. Gentlemen, I just go to the stand-up section on Netflix and scroll until something looks good and click. I uh, I need to eat some dinner. Hey, can you play the outro music? Uh, live I should have eaten on the air. Here's the thing, a little behind the scenes. I take the out outro music out of the intro every week and copy and paste it okay uh so i don't have a separate file and i need a separate file to play the outro music right now gotcha. so next mm. week i'll make uh, a soundboard for you that includes a brad intro if you ever talk about movies ever again i'll play your movie let's intro. do that next week 
are you are you going to be uh, able to do this? Real quick, while we're still recording, what does everybody have as our next show recording date? What it? Saturday, Saturday November twentieth. Yes. Big, super excited. At Nine a.m. All of us. We're all on yeah. the same page this time. Yeah, got to be done by eleven. We got a big, big Buckeye football game at eleven. Well, we should we better be, be done by eleven. Well, oh, we'll be definitely done. Hey, I'll be preparing for Friendsgiving round two. I'm smoking a turkey breast and a pork. Yes, oh, I have a friends. Yeah. I have a Friendsgiving that day too. So I've got a looking forward to that. But I got a and, I got a dad birthday party. And then all right, don't drink some beer. Should we or truly? Are we gonna? We need to start talking about our big. Brad birthday show at some point because that's coming up. So. Big Brad birthday show. No, it's, it's big. Just, it's it's huge. Gonna We're gonna invite show. people from your past. It's gonna be like, uh, you know, we're gonna invite Tim. <laughs> if you guys can find Tim, <laughs> if you guys can find Tim, wouldn't that be great if we could bring Tim? Oh my god, I'm sure he's all over the Devry alumni. And that Christmas. guy that scammed everybody with that. That uh, that was a good story. That was a good one. Well, we're gonna find him. Jason, he passed. Oh no! And you knew that. Oh yeah. Okay. I hope. I'm sorry. He's we no longer with you. us. No, you were you were you were told that you didn't maybe know it, I'm, but you were told. I'm sorry that. that we had to break that news to our listeners like that. I wish no, you'd been they a knew more that he passed as part of the story that you were told. Well, you could have been you could have been a little more thoughtful about it. It's almost Thanksgiving, so. I'm sitting here saying that we're not pulling up people from my past, and you're saying the guy that got me cable cards who later went on to commit fraud by telling everybody that Disneyland was coming to Salina is going to be at said birthday reveal, and I'm trying to point out that he's no longer with us. And you're saying this is something I did? I'm just saying there may be a lot of people who had a vested... Who were like looking forward to him being at your birthday show? Is all I'm saying. Okay. When you when you guys get ready to end the show, we're getting ready to end the I show, say, Ryan. I don't want to end it. Okay, let's keep going. I want I want to say the final. I want to say the final thing that just came up randomly on Twitter. I'm going to make a statement, and then no one talks about anything today. In three, anything after that? So you're going to end the show with this. One. Today, President Biden drove an electric Hummer. That's all this guy does is drive electric vehicles. I don't understand. Why? Who, Biden? Yeah, this is like the third electric vehicle. I don't know if he does driven. He drove the, does it, drove yeah, the electric do you see how Raptor. Many, do you see how many things we talked about hit with that tweet? Why is it showing me that? Why is it the stunt? Why is it a fucking Hummer? Hummers haven't been made for 13 years. Who cares? Anymore? What a weird humble brag I mean, that is. Like, <laughs> what a weird flex. It was a uh, a new, uh, just an ABC News headline. That's why it came up. But I mean, you know, the stunts, man. This we're, we we are living. Facebook is ahead of our shit. We are living. We're already in the metaverse, man. We're already there. So, Brad, Riley, welcome. I'm glad. I'm, I'm glad I got you guys with me. Hey, you're absolutely right. Human dads. Oh, we did. Are you saying we didn't end the show? We ended the show. I'm just making sure we got something to work with. If 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 not, they love this stuff. This is like the banter that hit the outro.
Hit the outro. Tell your mom to listen. Tell your mom to listen. We'll see y'all Saturday. What a disaster. Tell your mom. Tell your mom. Tell your mom. Tell your mom. Tell your mom.